right, so we're on to our next episode with uh, Jim's playlist now. So, Jim, why don't you uh, tell us about your playlist? Um, well, mine's mine is very different from yours. Like I said in the previous episode, I don't have any duplicates except for Judas Priest appears twice. Um, and I have a wide range of metal here. It's all over the place. Um, and there's a lot of new stuff on there. There's two songs that are questionably not metal. Um, and so we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Okay. Um, and, I... uh, I open and close in a weird place. And so I actually want to talk about the closer before I talk about anything, because I want to find out from you if you think uh, this is even metal. Okay. So, so well, before you do that, I think the, the biggest issue we might run into is, I know you have a lot of esoteric picks on here, and you listen to a lot of stuff that I don't listen to. So there's a strong likelihood of me not knowing one of the songs. So if that occurs... Right. I'm just going to go by however you describe it and assume your description is accurate. <laughs> Do you know I mean? That's I think right. because we can't play the song, so I think that's the easiest way to sort of handle that issue. Um, right. So why don't, okay, so why don't you go ahead with the, what, what the closer is, and I'll do well, my best. I guarantee there's stuff on this list you've never heard, but I know you've never heard this. It's the Mars Voltra Theatrix ESP. It's a really long, complicated prog song. It borders on metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's about the whole album is about a uh, drug induced coma, and each part of the song is this person's hallucinations through these various worlds. So, so I don't know this song, but this is ba- is this like the most prog you can get? Is that kind of the idea of this song? Is it's maximum prog metal? No, it's just so the drummer. If you think, if you think uh, Carrie from Tool is a good drummer, mm-hmm. you'll think this guy is a great drummer too. So he's okay. just so amazingly all over the place and intense that that's what drives the song to almost be metal. Is his drum work okay. is so insane. I get you. Huh. I, I mean, I'm one of these people that I'm very liberal with what qualifies as metal. Like, I feel like a song that has no heavy guitar and is almost is basically a ballad. If it's in a minor enough key, and the rest of the album is heavy, I still consider that song metal. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, as long as it's not cheery, I think you're in safe territory. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, the song is definitely not cheery. Yeah. I don't think any of these are cheery. So I think I think you're fine. Um, again, I don't know the song, but I think you're fine with that. Um, All right. So what's the what's the opening of the album of the set the playlist? opening is uh, Halloween Invitation slash Eagle Fly Free. It's the opening of that album, Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two, and they're they're they bleed into each other, sort mm-hmm. of the way um, Helly and an Electric Eye do on yeah. Screaming for Vengeance. So that, I put them together as one because yeah, that, I mean that separate songs. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. I think that's a good choice. I, I was I was going to incorporate some Halloween into my my list actually, and I I decided against it only because I don't listen to them enough that I felt like it wouldn't be a genuine reflection of of my taste. But I I, I think they're a great first choice, um, and I think it's an interesting well, one. Oh, yeah, I well I think this is a really good way to start the album. It's a nice fast song. It shows a huge range of musicianship. Um, and it gives you an idea of what you're about to get into with this album. Okay, so where do you go from there? What's number two? 
I, I wanted to ramp it up even further from there just the way you would with a number two, and I went with Judas Priest Painkiller. Um, okay, that's that. A... Go ahead. And it's not even the heaviest, hardest song on this album, on my on my mixtape, but I I really love it, and I've never heard, I've never witnessed anybody listen to that song and not be blown away. No, it's a very good song. That's 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 a that's a really solid number two, and it's kind of similar to what I was trying to do, which is you have good solid lead of two songs that are that have that energy behind them. So, um, right. uh, so what's your number three? Uh, Opeth, Cusp of Eternity. It opens really, really slow and long, mm-hmm. um, and then it leads into uh, just some of some of their best musicianship. It's the best solo the band's ever done. Um, I really like this song. Okay, I think that again. I think because you chose the songs you did, like I, I am not as into that style as you are. Yeah. So having those be your lead-ins is going to open my ear up more when the Opeth right. comes on. Do you know what I mean? And also, yeah. I know the Opeth sound enough that I, I think I have a sense of the contrast that you're creating here. Right. So that's also well, good. Yeah, there's no Cookie Monster vocals on this song. It's all, it's all melodic. It's it's him showing his range on both guitar and uh and singing so i think it's one of their strongest songs and so uh so where do you go from there what's number four so this is a band you may never even heard of called Witchbreed. i have heard that name but i don't know them and this song is called rebel blood this is you would like these guys that got a doom metal sound to them this song really slows it down here Uh, let me write this name down with Witchbreed. you said it was yeah i'm gonna um... give you the whole list when we're done I know, but I want to. What's the name of the song? Rebel Blood. Rebel Blood. Oh, that's going to be the first thing I'm going to listen to after the, okay. the show. So, um, it's not the best song on the album. It's mm-hmm. actually the. Um, it's sort of the most radio friendly of the songs. When did it come but, out? Is it recent or is it? Oh no, I think 2001. 2001. Okay, that's kind of a lost era of of heavy metal in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that slipped through the 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 cracks during that period. They're a Portuguese band, so uh-huh. um, they're not really well known here in the states. Okay, and that's probably that's a lot of the problem here is that um, a lot of these bands that, that I listen to, uh, I have on my list. Not all of them are in the states. So not that, that's, knows these bands. Well, that's very common, though, these days. There's a lot of international bands that have, they get traction on the Internet a lot. Do you know what I mean? If they if they can make that leap. But um, and you said this sounds doomy is how you would describe it. Is it, is it prog as well or is it more in the doom realm? Uh, it's more in the doom realm than prog. OK, uh, I don't even think it has that much problem to it. OK, so uh, I I'm going to assume I'd be on board for this song then. Um you know, uh, what, 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 so what comes and and you, you wanted to slow things down. Was that the idea with this song? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it, and it's slow for me, right? It's still not a ballad, but it's among the slowest on the album on my playlist here. Okay. And, uh, and so what is, was that number four? Or that was five? number four. Number four. Okay. Right. And then I went with Ginger Outlander, which I think is their best song. They're known for, uh, Pisces. That seems to be everybody's favorite for them, but I think Outlander. Outlander is a kind of song that when you hear it, you're just you're blown away at how fast that bass player is playing. And Ginger, they have a female vocalist, right? Am yeah. I correct? Yeah. I think you showed me Ginger a few weeks ago, and I really, really like them. If I recall, I think yeah. that. Um, 
so that you know that's when I, I I don't know I don't know the song offhand if it's one that I heard or not but I remember really liking this band so I think that's a that's a cool choice um, that was your number five that was my number five um, for number six I went with a band called fiend they're out of France um, they're uh, very doom metalish as well uh, the song is called broken ship of Osiris um, you can find it on YouTube. It's absolutely fantastic. I think I've heard that song before. That's, that's the name of the song sounds familiar. Um, and so, and again, that's a doomy song. Um, yeah, it's a doom metal band. Can I ask how French do they sound? Does the Frenchness show on the music? No, no, it... no. You wouldn't know that they're French. Okay. Um, okay. That's. I mean, they, they sing in English. So. Okay. 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 Um, so I have two songs that I definitely know I have to check out. And you know what? I'm going to go and listen to Ginger again because I really like them and then I forgot about them and and uh, and and feel like I, I was getting a lot out of my first round of listening. Um, so so and that was... I, I'm searching right now on, online just to make sure. Yeah, why does it say find? It's Fiend. Stupid Google. I don't think you could find the lyrics online. That's unfortunate. Well, all I know is songs about ships and the supernatural, which this seems like it is potentially about, generally go well together. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that was that was number six, was it? That was number six. Yeah. All right. So. And so after that, I wanted uh, what I wanted on my playlist was to punch you in the face with the next song. So I went with Behemoth, O Father, O Satan, O Son, which is arguably the best song of the decade of the last decade um and i i've i've only found it in the last six months and i've fallen in love with it i think it's one of the best metal songs i I, can't get enough of it i don't know a lot of behemoth but i know behemoth sound and so i believe you when you say it's a punch in the face um what was the name of the song again i think i want to check this one out after the episode oh father oh satan oh son i think it is i think i Oh, Father, Oh, Satan, Oh, Son. I'm pretty sure I was listening to this one. Did this make one of those top 40 lists that we were talking it about? Did. So I'm, it I'm, did. I'm almost 100% sure I was. But the thing that happened with those is we were listening to so many in such a short span of time, you didn't always have a chance to really absorb the music. So uh, so I, 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 this is one I think I, I, I need to go and check out again. Um, so, so far your list is making me very eager to, to listen to some of this music. Um, and, and, yeah, that, and what you should do is take this list and listen to it in this order and come back. You know what? Okay. You do. Well, well, here, here's what I'll say. If you can, if you can, well, I don't want to make you do labor for me. I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll listen to it in this order. Uh, I will, I will, I will, I will try listening to the list in the order that you presented it. Um, if provided, provided YouTube plays ball, um, which it doesn't always do. Um, so, so what's your number eight? After you've punched me in the face, where do you, what are you going for? Um, I'm actually looking at, okay, this band is from Canada. I had to look up where they were from. This is Ancients, and the song is The Longest River. Mm-hmm. This is, this one goes through a lot of uh, mood changes. So it, it has some fast points and it has some slow, it has some slow moody pieces to it. And I think from what I've heard from the band, I haven't listened to everything yet. Um, this song, I I will loop this song more than their other songs. Okay, that's always a good sign. Um, yeah. Is it a heavy song or is it a? Uh, it is. It okay. is. It is. They're a heavy band. They're, what's what's the vocal style? A, if uh, the way I've heard it described is if um, 
if Opeth had a baby with, uh, I, I don't remember the other band, but a really heavy band, mm-hmm. and then Testament raised that baby, they would sound okay. like agents. <laughs> That's an interesting way to describe something. That was the way I, it was described. I, used, I said, I got to hear these guys. I used to be a massive Testament fan. Um, right. they, were, they were one of my favorite bands uh, when, you know, back when I was super into that style. And so, um, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting interesting description. Uh, so then what, what comes in for your number nine? Um, I have down Dio, uh, Egypt, The Chains Are On. Oh, that's a good song. That's a really good it, song. It is very, very slow. So I'm taking a break here because the second half of this mm-hmm. album is going to start having some heavy yeah. stuff again. Yep. But that is um, slow so, and heavy. Egypt is is a slow but heavy song, right? Like it's yeah, still yeah, got absolutely. the power to it. Yeah. But this is three songs in a row that are re- kind of plot along. They're 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 slow but heavy songs. Okay. They better be good songs cuz if you're going to do that, you got to really link up three they're good, all good songs in my opinion. <laughs> so what's what's the next one in the chain? So the next one is the most easy listening song on my list. It's Unleash the Archer's Apex. Okay, I, um, I can't it opens object. A little flirty little. I don't think that's easy listening though. I think you're I think you're incorrect to say it's easy listening, but I think it's a very good song. Um, it's catchy. How's that? It's I don't catchy. know. I don't know that it's catchy. It's got a real maybe because I'm so focused on the guitar. But when I hear that guitar, it sounds very involved to me. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of a um, and it doesn't have an immediate hook to it. Um, that is true. You know, it's like 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 what I like to me. Easy listening means there's like a there's a really short hook that your ear catches on. Um, and when I when I think it's, when I think of Apex, I kind of gotta I gotta think to actually remember what it sounds like. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's it's a little bit more intricate uh, than an, a normal you, easy listening. Usually, when they do an intricate song, she struggles to find the melody over the music. And this is one of the ones where she finds a really catchy melody. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying now. So, I I don't I, I should point out you and I disagree a little bit about that point, but I understand what you're saying about it. Like I get I get what the sound is um, that right. you're describing. Um, so okay, so so I think that's I think that makes sense to continue this this trajectory you're on. What's the what's the third song in the chain? So this is my favorite song of all time. Fate's Warning still remains. It's 16 minutes long. It goes through every mode and feeling you can go through. And it ends on such a high note that it, it, it's grabbing you into the second half of this album. Okay. And, I, and I'm and i not that familiar with Fate's Warning. I, I know them mainly right. through your suggestions. So, um, right. so is, this a, is this proggy Fate's Warning or is this earlier Fate's this is Warning? Pro- Proggy face warning. This is okay. uh, in the last twenty years, I think. Okay, but it's slow and lumbering still, or is it? It starts slow and lumbering, and then it finds a different. It goes through eighty-seven tempos, right? Because it's face warning. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's. I think that's interesting. If it's if it if it continues with the sound that you established with the last two, but then goes into new territory, I think that's an interesting way to 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 go on in the playlist. So, uh, so that sounds that sounds very intriguing. So this next song is really catchy as well. It's a band I don't even know if you know of them called Holy Grail. I don't think I know them. No. The song is called My Last Attack, and from start to finish, it's one of the fastest songs you've ever heard. Actually, that that title sounds familiar. So I, it's possible you sent me a link to it at one point, or 
it, it, did this appear on any of those lists that we were looking at a while no, ago? No, okay. I don't know. No. All right, so so I'm they're, they're not on a lot of people's radar now. Holy Grail, what kind of band are they? They're they're a just a straight up metal band mm-hmm. trying to capture the feel of the mid '80s before it went glam. Okay, okay, but they're current, right? They're they're but they're current. Yeah, yeah. that's always interesting when you see when you see people trying to recapture that feel. Um, so what? what... I, and I this oh, next the. Uh, I want to th- throw a bone to a band called Citadel and a song called Tanith. They're not on my list, but they're trying to recapture the doom sound of the mid-70s, and there's something to that. That song is great. I don't like the rest of the music the band put out, but that song is that, that's That's a really new album, isn't it, the Citadel album? Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah weren't we going to review that at one point? I thought we had talked about... Because I remember Maybe. we both Maybe. saw marketing... For, well, I think we both saw marketing for it, and it seemed to be geared towards maybe people like us um i don't know but if you already heard the album and you don't have a strong opinion of it or you're not that impressed by it maybe it's not worth reviewing but i've heard three of the songs and that was the only one i liked okay okay uh the thing that interested me about that was it sounded like they were using old equipment too to get some of the sounds they were going for i don't know if that was true not surprise me yeah um it might be worth checking out and talking about but 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 okay so uh, but you say you throw a bone to this band, so is this not something that you would have necessarily wanted it, on the list? No, it's not on my list. I just wanted to, to throw a bone because we were talking about how Holy Grail sounds like 80s metal, and I wanted to bring up that Tanith is a great band that's out there. They, okay. It was a okay. tangent. It had nothing to do with Oh, that. okay. I get you. I get you. Sorry. All right. Um, so what's the next song on the list then? Uh, Rainbow Stargazer. You know the song. Yeah, yeah. I don't even need to explain why it's on here. It's... And I actually like Stargazer better than Gates of Babylon, which is the one I chose yeah. for my thing. Um, but that was just a placement issue. So I, I think this is a gr- you know it's a great song, um, and I right. could, that's a song I could listen to all day. So I have no problem with that. Yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. It it it's a top ten song for me for probably the end of time. And uh, it's also one where I really think it works well for if you see Dio performing it, like if you see a live clip, he has this style. And that that's one of the songs that really pairs well with his his dramatic right. movements on stage. Right. Um, so so what what comes after Stargazer? Uh, Judas Priest, Victim of Changes. It okay. is, in my opinion, the greatest metal song of all time. Um, and it like most of the stuff on this list, it just goes through so many moods. There's so much going on in this song. Uh, I absolutely love it. I think. I mean. I, I really like that song, and I think I might quibble with you about whether it's the greatest. I think there's like a lot of songs that contend for that, but definitely right. it's in the t- top tier. And absolutely, I think that's probably maybe the best metal album of all time. It's, for me, it would be between that and Rust and Peace. Those are the two that really vie for that position. Um, and there's there's maybe one song on that album. <laughs> that sort of, you know, damages its it damages it in that contest. Do you know what I mean? But that uh, and it, it, islands of desolation. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a very forgivable. It's yeah, it's it's yeah. it's very forgivable because of what they were trying to do. But like, Rust in Peace is so perfect that yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's a really good song. I, I have, and and it, it's funny too because they actually on the album version of that song, the fade in cuts out some of the most interesting guitar work 
that's going on. Do you know what I mean? There's like that lead into the song that when you hear like live versions, you'll hear more completely because they're not fading in. And and that's faded, right? Like the, the start of the song is a fade in, I think. Um, on which one? On uh, on Victim of Changes. Uh, no, I think Victim of Changes just opens with... Does it? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. For some reason, I thought there was a fade in on that one. I feel, I feel, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't. That's okay. We'll go, we'll go on. But I, uh, I want, I want to now. I want to go and check that. Um, so what comes after "Victim of Changes"? So it was time for another punch in the face. Mm-hmm. So I went with "Gojira Stranded," another French metal okay. band on my list. Uh, uh, I have to I admit, stranded... go, go, go ahead, go ahead. You say what you want to say, and I'll. Um... I think "Stranded" is their best song, and I think this is as heavy as fuck. And it's it's a it's a hard song. It is really strong. Okay, I I I don't object to that being there. I have a hard time getting into um, uh, Gojira for some reason. I don't know what it is. Something about them. It's like it's not like they're doing anything wrong, but I just have a hard time getting into their sound for some reason. Um, but uh, but if you're gonna if it's gonna be led into by Victim of Changes. <laughs> you know, uh, so what number are we at now? What, what's the? That was fifteen. That was fifteen. So what's your number sixteen? So my number sixteen is Halford Silent Screams. Um, of all of his solo work, this one, this one, rivals anything he did for Priest. I mean, it. If you made a top three list mm-hmm. of Judas Priest songs, you would have to include this, even though it's not a Judas Priest song. Okay, and I, I actually it's don't know that... this song. I don't know his. I know a few of his solo songs that people have shown me, but I haven't really taken a big look into them. So, does this sound? Oh, go ahead. His solid, his uh, solo work is solid, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's some hits and misses there, whatever, but it's all good B plus work. This is A plus 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 kind of song. Okay. Right. Okay. This thing breaks the the bell. What's the name of it again? Silent screams. Silent screams. Okay. Yeah. I remember what was there? There was another one you showed me of his. I don't think it was one of your favorites, but he had one of. I think it was called Mother or Mom or it was about she. moms. She. That was it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a little less on the nose. Um, no. Better title. <laughs> but uh, Mother or Mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, on your arm. <laughs> but no, uh, Danzig has Mother. It yeah. was yeah. So, um, but I remember that was an interesting song. Uh, so. Uh, but yeah, so uh, okay, so that was number what number sixteen or number seventeen? Yeah. So what what's number seventeen? So we haven't had Megadeth yet. I can't believe I waited this long to get to Megadeth. Yeah, you have a lot more patience than I do for that. Um, <laughs> uh, but I had to go with uh, P cells here. Okay, I I, I like P cells. Um, I think I think it's 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 funny. That's that's like their that's their their. Uh, it's kind of one of their big albums that a lot like people really hold up, and I didn't have that one. That was the one album I didn't have. So I, it's the it, it's 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 I oddly I'm I'm like more into some of the songs on their first album on um, Killing Is My Business than on Peace Cells only because of a lack of familiarity with Peace Cells. Right. Um, but I think that's a really good choice, uh, and and that's also uh, I don't know that's. That's a good song to show people if you want them to get a, a sense of what Megadeth does. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say I'm a huge fan of um, 
oh, what the hell is it? Devil's Island, and I'm also a huge fan of when I what the hell's the song where he goes to bed, wake up dead. Wake up dead is song? a great song. Yeah. Wake up dead is a really I, the, good song. I'm a huge fan of both of those songs, and I would have liked to have chosen either of those as well. But Peace Cells felt perfect between Halford and the next song I'm about to list. Um, it's just this is it's got a, a good groove to it, and mm-hmm. it's. It's the beginning of the end here. So the rest of this is just A-plus work. Okay. And I wanted something. This is also – Megadeth Peace Cells is also easy to listen to yeah. versus Rust and Peace. Um, uh, punishment Due. Holy War is the Punishment Due. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I see, it, there, it's a little more work to, to listen yeah. to that. Though I will say so – uh, what is it? Tornado of Souls is a pretty easy listening song from that album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually get bored with Tornado of Souls, which is strange. Really? That that's interesting yeah. to me because that one's it does sort of stand out in a lot of different. Like it, it's it's it is. I don't know offhand what the what like what scales he's using, but to me, it does have a little bit more of a traditional pentatonic rock vibe to it. It might not be a pentatonic, but it it has a little bit more of an old-school vibe to it in my head. And uh, But I really love the solo on that. The solo on that song is just oh, yeah, outrageously absolutely. good. Best solo in metal. Um, but you get to a point in Tornado of Souls where, okay, that riff went two measures too long. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see. You know, see, but that riff is so yeah. good. That riff is so good; it can go two measures too long. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but I, I would buy a drink at a bar for that riff and talk to it all night. But that said, I wouldn't want to meet it every night at the same bar. But uh, but also that was from a period where you could get a, people would listen to a riff over and over again. And I've noticed right. that we're not you know with with attention spans being what they are now, you kind of can't do that anymore. Um, I don't know if it's attention spans as so much as I've heard that song five thousand times. Well, that might be it too. So, but don't you think like like when you hear like pop music, they change like it feels like every eight seconds it has to change. Do you know what I mean? Like I, you, I don't listen to pop music, so I don't know. Okay, fair, fair, fair point. I I, I will listen to pop music. I I can I can report to you, pop music seems to be in line with attention spans, and I don't think. Like you could ne- like I know it would never happen anyways, but like some of the stuff that Iron Maiden does, where they play, you know, they will play a riff a lot. They will do many yeah. many measures of a riff. Um, you would not be able to do that on on any 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 radio that's trying to reach a broad audience. Um, now, ironically, the the length of time between the final chorus and the solo on Seventh Son of a Seventh Son does not bother me. I think it's two and a half minutes long before you get to the solo. Um, okay. And that riff just gets played over and over and over again in that time period. But it's Maiden, and you give them a pass on yeah. that. Well, also, they're doing other things in the background that is keep your yeah. ear attentive. Um, yeah. But, uh, but okay, so are, what was that number we were on? Was that 17 that we just That was listed? 17. Okay, so what's, what's 18? I'm just going to let you guess. What do you think 18 is? Well, what what was your so you just did um, peace cells? I just yeah, uh, and well, I don't know. It depends on what you're trying to do with eighteen. What it, would it's obviously Iron Maiden. Hallowed be thy name, because we're in the best of the best right now. Okay, okay, okay. I I was thinking, 
I was thinking what would be the appropriate response to peace sells but who's by so I was trying to find like a, a lyric that right. that a lot oh, okay yeah um, okay so uh, well I can't object to to that as, as you know right. is probably the greatest metal song or at least one of the top three um, so I have no objection um, and you're in you're you're at number 18 so yeah. so uh, and I know what your I know what your ending is now. So right. I I, I, I he, okay, here's what I'll say. I hope that your next song is very different from your ending song. I think that would be the way to go. But but let's let's see what you do for for your I number. I think 19. they're I think they're pretty different. Um, this one this one is one of my favorite crescendos in all of metal. It's Tool and Ema. Okay, um, okay, that's interesting. The only thing I regret about putting it in this spot is that How Would Be the Name and Tool and Ema both open really slowly. And doing that two songs in a row, I wasn't proud of. Yeah, but... but that but... ending on Anima, I mean, I wanted to end the album with this song. I really did. Mm-hmm. But the Mars Volta, Sisatrix, uh, it's so hard to pronounce, Sisatrix, um, that song is so long I wasn't comfortable putting it in the middle of the album anywhere I get you well I think that Tool is so different from Iron Maiden that it doesn't matter if they're both in the same realm in terms of you know like how heavy they are and all that stuff because uh, you can't get more different melodically you can't get more different in terms of what roles the different instruments plays you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's just a different it's a different beast entirely. So your ear is not going to feel like it's hearing the same stuff if you make that transition from Alabama to think Animal. Everybody in Tool plays their instrument completely different from the people in Iron Maiden. Absolutely. I, honestly, as as a guitarist, Tool is almost a frustrating band because they're the 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 guitar plays such a subservient role to everything else which yep. is fine there's nothing wrong with that but if you're a guitar player you you are rooting for the guitar all the time do you know what I mean you're kind of you and so sure. and so there's a there's a very smart different use of the guitar in tool where it is not playing it is not playing the 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 sort of for, it's not in the forefront the way that Iron Maiden is with their guitars. Right. Um, you know, it's very much a supportive atmospheric role. Uh, the the drums and the bass almost get more of a. They have more importance in Tool. You could, you know, they're they're sort of what everything seems oriented around in Tool. And 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 interestingly enough, in Maiden, the bassist writes the songs. But I mean, you're not necessarily hearing the bass all the time. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 yeah. no. And uh, we should talk about that someday, about how Steve's Steve plays bass at 100 miles an hour, and needlessly. If he wasn't there, I don't really think it would affect things as much as he thinks it would affect things. Well, I think it would. I, I think there's... Because uh, I've tried playing Iron Maiden without the bass. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just on my own with people and stuff. Right. And... You need you need the bass. You absolutely need the bass. You um, need some kind of bass. I'm not yeah. going to argue that you don't need yeah. some kind of bass. But the 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 speed at which he's playing, it just turns into a wall of bass. There's well, a ton of songs. He's and there's no break. It's just 
But that's the gallop. The gallop. The gallop requires the bass to, to, you know, that's like their signature sound. You know, like uh, I'm trying uh, to come up with a metaphor of something you would hear well, in your neighborhood. It's like a plane landing for for five minutes, right? It's that droning sound of a plane landing in the background of all I, their songs. We would need to like probably look at specific songs and specific lines to have that. Sure. It's, it's a more involved conversation, I think, because I think yeah. there is actually an interesting discussion there. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not. His main thing that he contributes to metal is his songwriting, anyways. So, Absolutely. You know, he's, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily interested in defending his bass lines. I um, wasn't even attacking yeah, him. Yeah. I was merely making an observation of but, how much work he's doing for so little payoff. But but I just I just don't know if that's I, I don't know if I agree or not I'd have to I'd have to because honestly when I listen to Iron Maiden I'm generally more focused on the guitars and the vocals do you know what I mean and so it I I I sometimes notice the bass in the way that you're talking about but but more often when I do notice the bass it's not doing anything I find particularly aggravating do you know what I mean um, but uh, but either way. Uh, did we go through the whole list? Was that the whole list? Or we? And yeah, and then number twenty, we we already knew number twenty. Yep. And so, if I had to pull number twenty from the list, I would then end the album on Tool, Anima, and I would put something up inside the the list, something else. And I don't know what that would be at the moment. Yeah, because I think I think you can't really end. That's a good song, but I don't think it's a I don't think it's a playlist ender. Um, you kind of have to end with something that's a little bit more. Full throttle, and again, I don't. I haven't heard the song that you have capping it, so I don't know how full throttle that is at the end. Well, you'll um, hear it when well, you go. Through this. I just sent you the list. So. Okay, so I'll 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 uh, I'll find out myself. Um, I think this is a day and a half of music, by the way. That's all, see, that's the stuff. That's the thing with this prog music. It's all like fourteen minutes long and like twenty-five minutes long sometimes. Um, I'm gonna. I'm signed up for like a, a half a day of music. Um, you know. Well, well, you could skip the songs that you already know. That's true. Or I can if I if I get the point. The problem with Prague is you can't. You don't always get the point because sometimes midway through the song something else happens, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's not like it's not like listening to a you know chorus verse chorus song type thing. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. How do you feel about the lists? that we've put up do you think like have we learned anything is there was this a valuable exercise uh i i hope i tuned people on turned people on to uh some different bands that they haven't been listening to well i, I think mean, you definitely would have done that. i would have liked a list like this 10 years ago uh, i know it's hard to find some of this stuff nowadays even though we're in the information age everybody's tastes are so divisive um you could struggle to find some esoteric bands. Well, there's it's because you're overwhelmed with information. It's sort of like, and you can find a band and then forget ten minutes later that you even found them. Do you know what I mean? If you don't, <laughs> if you don't make a point of actually like, okay, I am going to make this band a part of my listening habit. It'll right. just, it, you know, you'll, you'll a month later you'll be like, I know there was a band that had a guy with like the hair, and there was this. The sound, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know how to Google sounds, so I don't know how I'm going to find this song. You know, it's, it's Googling music is the most frustrating thing in the world. Do you, when, yeah. when I was a kid, I heard Fur Elise on a movie, and I 
tortured my mom trying to I I was trying to tell her what this song was that I heard and the last thing that she was gonna guess was that it was Beethoven do you know what I mean and so because I was just trying to hum the melody that I remembered and I was probably doing a terrible job right. and and I remember it was like a month of torture until I finally explained adequately to her what the music was and and she went and she bought me uh, I don't know some kind of album that was like a compilation of of Beethoven's probably Beethoven's greatest hits or something that had for Elise on it um, uh, but but music is really hard to to how do you Google a melody? Do you know what I mean? Like, I know there are ways to do it, but, but I, 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 I don't, I don't really know how to do it myself. I'm um, going to do something while we're on the air. Okay. That song that goes bum, bum, bum. <laughs> You're going to get like a million different things. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Song that goes bum bum. Oh, bum, you know what? They're bum, gonna bum, say bum. Beethoven's Fifth or something. You know what I mean? Uh, what does it What does it say? I'm I'm looking at Reddit now. It took me to Reddit. <laughs> that song that goes. Stand by me, Ben E. King. That is funny. Somebody knew what it was based on bum bum ba ba bum bum. That is bum, hilarious. Bum. I mean, well, I guess because that has a bass intro, right? Would that be why? I yeah, maybe. Does does stand by me have a bass? I think it has a bass intro and a bass. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Right. It's like that. Like. Oh right. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's why. That's why. That's funny because I'm just rattling it off. I'm not even trying to find the rhythm in the. Bum bum bum, ba bum bum. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why. So because if it was a guitar, you wouldn't say bum 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 necessarily, or it wouldn't. I don't know. I, I, I this is a problem I have a lot where I will remember a song. And I'll only be able to remember what it sounds like, and there's no way for me to describe that in Google so that I can well, find it. One of my habits, and I realize that this isn't something that everybody can do, but one of my habits is if I find something I like, I immediately buy the CD. I go on Barnes and Noble or mm. eBay because I refuse to buy from Amazon. Um, I'll and I'll buy the album. I hunted down Fiend. I went to their Facebook page and I talked with the lead singer from the band through mm. Messenger. And I said, I want to buy all your albums. And it costs a lot to get it shipped from France, but it was worth it. Sometimes, though, I'll find songs that are like, you know, some Chinese pop song from like 1985 or something. Do you know what I mean? And it won't have any English. Right. And I'll just I'll only be going by like a video I saw. And so it's, just, you know, it's, you know, and until I can figure out how to like put a melody into Google, I'm not going to be able to find these things usually. Um, but that's a good habit to have to actually look to, to, to buy the album so that you can, you know, what I've been doing lately is I've been a lot more diligent about adding anything I find on YouTube that I like to a list. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like adding it somehow so that I don't lose track of it. Sure. Cause otherwise you're stuck going through your history, which, you know, can be like pages and pages of crap before you right. even find anything that you was musical. Um, we should do an episode about Buckethead and what the struggle well, is. Well, actually, I, Buckethead to do that. Um, we should end this year. I did want to do. You had sent me a short message that said "Darkest Hour" versus "Fade to Black," and I kind of wanted to talk about that. Um, okay. If we have a moment, you know what I mean. I, I don't know. Maybe it won't go anywhere. But let's end it here, and we'll. All right. All right. We'll end it here.